If you're tired of dieting and stepping on the scale, you're lacking energy and confidence, and you're ready to harness your inner athlete, then you're in the right place. I'm Sherry Shaban, and in each episode, I'll help you to rebuild your fitness identity and empower your deepest transformation so that health and fitness are not just what you do, but who you are. What's up, athletes? Welcome back to the show. I don't know about you, but for me right now, it's all about back to school. My kids are going back to school next week. My oldest daughter is going to her first year of high school, and my youngest is in her last year of elementary school. So this means that there are a lot of schedule changes. It is utter chaos right now at home as we try to navigate through the new school schedules, which are completely off, and the drivings, the pickups, the drop-offs to school, the drop-offs to gymnastics, and all of these things around making sure that their needs are met. It almost feels like I'm about to jump into an ice-cold swimming pool, and I have to go through that first initial shock before I start to adapt to a new environment. Can you relate to this athlete? And if you can, and you are needing a little bit of inspiration around creating a consistency in your schedule and around making sure that you are able to manage your time and focus on your self-care throughout all this chaos, then this episode is for you. Now, I've been really privileged in the past and really in my line of work because I am self-employed. So I've always had that flexibility around readapting my schedule whenever my kids' schedule changes. So when they are back at school, I adapt my schedule to make sure that all their needs are met. And then when they are off of school, I can change my schedule again, have a little bit more flexibility in the last couple of years because my kids are older, they are able to prepare some meals on their own, they're able to hang out on their own unattended and entertained for a few hours and not really needing me for that. So it's been such a blessing. But now that they are back to school and at different schools, this is going to take some work. So how do I stay consistent? Now, this is a question that comes up often for me. I, I receive this question a lot. How can I stay consistent? I find myself oftentimes starting and stopping and starting and stopping. How can I keep that momentum going? Well, first, I want to remind you that consistency is key to success. And you've heard me share this with you in the past. If we want to see a result, if we want to see an outcome, then we really have to establish consistency. Now, oftentimes we are looking to add intensity first before establishing that consistency. And this is one of the reasons why we can't sustain this long-term. So if it's New Year's resolutions or birthdays coming up or trips planned, we oftentimes are thinking about how intense our workouts need to be, how long our training sessions need to be, how extreme they have to be, as well as how restrictive our diet needs to be in order for us to see the results. Now, that's not something that we can keep long-term. So we have to make sure that whatever commitment we decide for ourselves right now, whatever action we want to take, we have to learn how to establish that consistency first and then eventually add on the intensity. And when we do add on that intensity, 
we have to still make sure that it's sustainable. It fits our schedule and it's something that we can do long term. Now, you don't have to work out for so long to see results. Results are not about how long you're training for in one session, but rather how long you've been consistent for over time. Now, what does that mean? Imagine you have a bank account that you want to see grow. So when you are retired, you have something to fall back on. Imagine you put in $1 every single day until retirement. Well, by the time you retire, that amount will add up. You will have something to fall back on in that account. But when it comes to health and fitness, we oftentimes have that all or none mentality. If it's not long enough, then it's not worth it. If I put a, an hour aside to go for a run and I only have 10 minutes, it's not worth it. Forget it. But that's the thing is if we put nothing towards that account, nothing will grow. So consistency is about putting in any little bit that you have. Our health and fitness is viewed the exact same way. Any little bit that we put in will grow over time. Success is the sum of all the small efforts. So it takes so much energy to get that momentum going. Think about the physics of having to push a really large boulder so that it starts to move. The amount of force that we have to apply to get it to start moving is the greatest force. But as soon as it starts rolling and it's moving, then momentum keeps it going. So it's only that initial force that we have to apply that takes the most effort. Now, starting a new habit is the same way. Think of that energy that was summoned to start that new habit. You've been thinking about it for a while. You've been surrounding yourself in the right environment. You have been reading the books. You've been making these plans. And now the ball is rolling. We have to keep that momentum going. So as our schedules now start to change and we realize that our time is becoming more limited, just remember that by showing up and doing just a little bit is enough to keep that momentum going. But if we were to stop entirely thinking that it's not worth it because we don't have enough time and it's not gonna give us enough of an outcome, then we break that momentum. And when we break that momentum, you'll notice that we will continue to break that momentum. And it only becomes that much harder to get right back into it and get going. Now, the other part about keeping that consistency is remembering that whenever we are starting a brand new habit, we are consciously putting in the effort. We want to keep putting in that effort over and over and over and over again consistently until that habit becomes ingrained in the subconscious mind. Now, we are our habits. That's who we are. Our identity is the sum of all of our habits. Think about when you wake up in the morning and you brush your teeth, you go to the washroom, you grab yourself a glass of water, all of these things that you do subconsciously without thinking about it. Those are our habits. And if we are wanting to create a new habit, well, first, 
there is awareness around what we want to create. And by repetition over and over and over again, it starts to be implanted in our subconscious mind, where we start to do these things habitually without really thinking about them. They become a part of who we are. I have a fridge at home that dispenses water and it broke down some months ago. Now I knew it was broken. I knew that I couldn't get water from the fridge anymore. And yet for three weeks, it took me three weeks to break this habit of reaching for water from the fridge. Three weeks, I knew it was broken and yet I'm still doing this on repeat without thinking about it. I'd be on the phone and then trying to get water from the fridge or I'd be in the middle of something in a conversation and try to get water from the fridge. This just proves to us how much our habits are ingrained in our subconscious mind. So just know that for us to create a habit or to break a habit, we have to bring it into awareness. And we have to give ourselves that chance for it to become something that we are aware of all the time. And this takes some work. If I've been doing something for 30 years, I'm not going to expect to change it in six weeks. I will do a pretty good job towards that change. However, I know that it's something I will have to continuously work on in order for this to not become a habit anymore. Now, I shared with you previously that our habits are the sum of who we are. Our habits are our identity. I was asked just some weeks ago, Sherry, do you ever worry that you would fall off the wagon one day? That you would find yourself eating all the foods that don't serve you, cakes and sweets. Well, if you know me, you know I love cakes and sweets. That you'd find yourself eating desserts and cakes and sweets and then losing your six pack and then not being the coach that will inspire others. Do you ever worry about this? And quite frankly, I was very thrown back by this question because I've never thought about it. I have never thought about what would happen if for one full month, I would change all of my habits and start to eat more of the foods that don't serve me and suddenly change who I am and become a different person. Now, the reason why this threw me off so much is because I also don't see myself suddenly picking up heroin or suddenly deciding to go on St. Catherine Street, which is a very popular street here in Montreal, and offering myself for prostitution. And now I don't say any of these things to judge. However, I just say these things because they are not habitual to me. I would not suddenly think about some of these habits because they are not a part of who I am. And so a big part of staying consistent for me is not only scheduling and making sure that whatever I'm scheduling is a priority to me, but it's also doing something long enough that it becomes a part of my identity. And my identity is that of an athlete. I choose food that serve me because they fuel my workouts. They help me recover. I notice I feel better when I eat these foods that serve me. And my performance is better when I choose these foods as well. 
I notice that when I eat the food that don't serve me, which happens every now and then, I had some Reese's the other day and I felt the impact right away. I felt that evening, I woke up in the middle of the night. I had a lot of energy. I couldn't go back to sleep. And the next morning I felt sluggish. I didn't hit my workout the same way. So when I choose the foods that don't serve me, I feel the difference also. Having done this long enough, it automatically becomes a part of our personality, a part of our identity. And remember, the only way that something can become a part of my identity is the meaning that I choose to give it. The meaning that I choose to give it. So if for me, junk food is the best food in the world, and that is the belief system that I have around it, that I think that Snickers is the best invention ever, and it's the most delicious food. And if I would choose that one food that would be with me on a desert island, it would be Snickers. Well, I'm giving that food a lot of power. I'm giving it a meaning that makes it very difficult for me to make a shift away from. So a big part of creating a consistency is changing identity and changing relationships and meanings that we give certain things. Could you imagine making a huge plate of salads and greens and whole foods and fresh foods and giving it the meaning that this is the most delicious food in the world, that if I were stuck on a desert island, this is exactly what I want to be stuck with. Imagine making that shift. Because when we make that shift and we change the meaning that we give certain foods, then it's no longer a restriction or a deprivation. We don't see it that way. So when I choose to eat the food that serve me, it's a part of who I am. It makes me feel good. I love that feeling. And I make these choices because it's who I am, not because what I have to eat or what I shouldn't eat. So I know that we went into several directions today and we started off talking about creating a consistent schedule, but I want you to think about this as your schedule starts to change. What is important to you? What is a priority to you right now? What is urgent for you? What is time sensitive? And what are the feelings that you have around some of the actions that you've implemented in your self-care. Is it a force? Is it a punishment? Is it a restriction? Or is it a choice? Because you are chasing a feeling that your body loves, that you are knowing that this is part of who you are. Now, athletes, remember that we always want to work on consistency first before we increase the intensity. And so as you start that new schedule and you start to reorganize the priorities around your life, just remember that schedules change and we are constantly needing to adapt and that it is inside our control to give the meaning to anything in our schedule. Whatever meaning we give to it becomes a reflection of who we are. 
And it is amazing just how much we can accomplish and how much we can transform when we focus on one small thing at a time, knowing that it is the sum of all the small efforts that will create the outcome that we desire. I am always a resource for you athletes. You can reach out to me at any time on Instagram, on Facebook at Sherry Shaban Fitness, or send me a message, sherry at sherryshaban.com. And I am so happy to support you in your journey. You got this athlete. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fall in Love with Fitness. Whether you're already on your fitness journey or just getting started, we're in this together. Just head on over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a review, and you'll be entered into the drawing to win my six-week transformation course. Then go to fallinlovewithfitness.com and get your free gift from me so you get back your energy and reinvigorate your life. Join me on the next episode, and remember... You are an inspiration.